is good. I can't wait. Oh, hey. Sorry, did I wake you up? Oh. Well, no, I assumed you've been asleep. I mean, you've been up here for ages. Have you really just been tossing and turning this whole time? Well, honey, here. Hang on, let me... I'm gonna... Oh, God, wait, okay. No, I'm getting in with you. I came up to go to bed. So I may also just climb in. Come here, give me a squeeze. Hey, baby. So what's on your mind, hmm? Oh, I see, okay. So it's nothing in particular. <laughs> I know, sometimes it's... It's hard to stop the brain from ticking over, you know? But, um... I have an idea. Yeah. Why didn't I read to you? <laughs> no. No, of course not. You're never too old. <laughs> hey, if I could have someone read me a bedtime story every night, I'd totally go for it. Would you like me to read to you? Um, okay, stay there, stay there. I'm going to read you one of the books that I enjoyed when I was a kid. Oh my God, I can't reach the bookshelf. Oh God. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Ah, yes. So, why don't you lie back, relax, close your eyes if you want, and I will read to you. Uh-huh. You ready? No, snuggle down. <laughs> no, believe me, you're never too old for a bedtime story, okay? And, uh, well, if you fall asleep while listening, I'll consider it a highest compliment. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Five children and it by Edith Nesbitt. <laughs> yes, yes, I used to love this when I was a kid. You ready? Okay. <clears throat> Chapter one. Beautiful as the day. <laughs> yeah. The house was three miles from the station, but before the dusty hired fly had rattled along for five minutes, the children began to put their heads out of the carriage window and to say, Aren't we nearly there? And every time they passed a house, which was not very often, they all said, Oh, is this it? But it never was, till they reached the very top of the hill, just past the chalk quarry, and before you came to the gravel pit. And then there was a white house with a green garden and an orchard beyond, and Mother said, Here we are. How white the house is, said Robert. And look at the roses, said Anthea. And the plums, said Jane. It is rather decent, Cyril admitted. The baby said, Wanty go walky. And the fly stopped with a last rattle and jolt. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> More? Okay. Everyone got its legs kicked or its feet trodden on in the scramble to get out of the carriage that very minute, but no one seemed to mind. 
Mother, curiously enough, was in no hurry to get out, and even when she had come down slowly and by the step, and with no jump at all, she seemed to wish to see the boxes carried in, and even to pay the driver, instead of joining in that first glorious rush round the garden, and the orchard, and the thorny, thistly, briery, brambly wilderness beyond the broken gate, and the dry fountain at the side of the house. But the children were wiser for once. It was not really a pretty house at all, it was quite ordinary, and Mother thought it was rather inconvenient, and was quite annoyed at there being no shelves to speak of, and hardly a cupboard in the place. Father used to say that the ironwork on the roof, and the coping was like an architect's nightmare, but the house was deep in the country, with no other house in sight, and the children had been in London for two years without so much as once going to the seaside, even for a day by an excursion by train. And so the White House seemed to them a sort of fairy palace, set down in an earthly paradise. For London is like a prison for children, especially if their relations are not rich. Of course there are the shops and the theatres, and masculine and cooks and things. But if your people are rather poor, you don't get taken to the theatres, and you can't buy things out of the shops. And London has none of those nice things that children may play with without hurting the things or themselves, such as trees and sand and woods and waters. And nearly everything in London is the wrong sort of shape all straight lines and flat streets, instead of being all sorts of odd shapes like things are in the country. Trees are all different, as you know, and I am sure some tiresome person must have told you that there are no two blades of grass exactly alike. But in streets, where blades of grass don't grow, everything is like everything else. This is why so many children who live in towns are so extremely naughty. They do not know what is the matter with them, and no more do their fathers and mothers, aunts, uncles, cousins, tutors, governesses and nurses. But I know. And so do you now. Children in the country are naughty sometimes too, but that is for quite different reasons.